Hey investors, thanks for listening to another episode of Building Passive Income and Wealth Through Real Estate. Now today, I have a super important episode about taxes and five newly proposed tax laws that could have huge implications for real estate investors. Building Passive Income and Wealth Through Real Estate is sponsored by our company, Perpetual Wealth Capital, where we help everyday people just like you build generational wealth and cash flow by passively investing in the very best multifamily opportunities. Download our free ebook, The Definitive Guide to Building Generational Wealth and Passive Cash Flow Through Multifamily Real Estate by either clicking the link in the show notes or visiting thedefinitiveguidebook.com. Now, I'm not a CPA, so please consult yours and understand what your specific situation looks like. But here are five new proposals that could impact your taxes. Now, the first is the ordinary income rate. Now, this is things like your wages if you have a conventional employer, interest income from things like private money lending. Currently, it's at 37%, and the proposal is to increase this to 39.6%. So not a ton of increase at just about 3%, but compiled with the rest of these items, especially the last one, it could add up to be quite a bit. Now, the second is the capital gains rate. Now, when you hold an asset for more than a year and sell it for a profit, you receive a special tax rate, which could be 0%, 15%, or 20%. 20% being the highest that we're looking at. Currently, they're looking to increase the top rate to 25%, which could be significant if you're looking to sell any real estate, and this would be in effect right when the act passes, which could be at the end of this year. So if you're thinking of selling an asset, see if you can get it done before this potentially goes into effect and subjects you to an additional 20% increase in that capital gains rate. Now, the third item is the net investment income tax, the NIIT or the NIT. Now, previously, this only applied to investment income, so interest, dividends, or capital gains. And if you were not a real estate professional, it could apply to your real estate income. This is another 2.8% tax on top of the rate you're already paying. So things like ordinary income at 37% and capital gains between 0 and 25%, this would be in addition to that. Now, the big change here is it previously didn't apply to real estate, but now they're considering real estate to essentially be the business that would be eligible for this net investment income tax. Now, the fourth one is the 20% deduction. Now, the qualified business income deduction was part of the Trump administration's tax laws. Now, this was aimed to essentially level the playing field for smaller businesses. So it lowered the corporate tax rate to a flat 21%, So in order to give a similar benefit to smaller businesses and LLCs or partnerships, which is largely how real estate investments are structured, it essentially lowered your tax rate by 20%, almost as a phantom deduction. So if you made $100,000, you could immediately deduct 20%, so you'd only get taxed on $80,000. Now, currently, there's no limit to how big that deduction can be, and what's proposed currently is limiting the deduction of either 500,000 for married filers or 400,000 for single filers. Now the last one which could have huge implications is the excess business loss. Now this was also introduced from the Trump administration and essentially if you had a W-2 wage and let's say you make $100,000 in a year, 
but you also have a business loss. So let's say that business you're claiming lost $50,000. And normally you deduct that $50,000 business loss from your $100,000 W-2 wage and you'd only be taxed on what's left. So in this case, $50,000 of net income in your wages. Now the proposal would be to eliminate that excess loss so you'd be taxed on the entire $100,000 even if you have a business that you're claiming made a loss. And then that loss essentially would carry over into a future year where you have a positive gain there. So again, I'm not a CPA, so please consult yours before making any decisions by using the information I provided. Thanks so much for listening to another episode. If you want to learn more about passively investing in multifamily assets, click the link in our show notes or visit thedefinitiveguidebook.com and download our free ebook. If you want to partner with us on future deals, either as an active investor or a passive one, head to perpetualwealthcapital.com partner or follow the link in the show notes. Thanks again. We'll see you on the next episode.